I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Veil dropped. Hi! <laughs> I think there's something going on between Harlan and the die. My favorite are always the stories of the great treasures of the lost cities. Hey! Shale, it's your first face of the moon! That there's got the capacitance to destroy us. There's a play there where we're the kind of people who murder people. Hey, and we're in a dungeon! Red, take your best shot. Well, you brought it near me. What are you doing? I'm just doing what you always do. Good head, friend! And as you continue... It falls. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked! You all die! Aww. Start again! You find yourself in a town called Nightstone. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 94, Make an Entrance. This week's MVP is RL Gamer, who left us a lovely review on iTunes Podcasts. Every review helps. Thanks so much for the kind words. Have trouble coming up with details on the fly? Welcome to being a game master. However, this is especially true when it comes to cities and towns. If you're looking for a great resource to pull ideas from, look no further than Random Tables, Cities and Towns from our friend Tim Woods. This book is literally packed with ideas for governments, buildings, names, and even trash. It's the perfect companion for any game master, and you can find it on Amazon. It's seriously awesome. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. 
So, you have been traveling the Valley of Kedrun for six days. You have overcome an avalanche together. You have fought off hordes of these Arctic crag cats. I guess they're not Arctic, hey? There's no Arctic in Faerun. This is spine of the worldic crag cats. Um... And you are traveling, like I said, day six of your travels. The 30th of Uktor, you're traversing this high mountain pass, looking down and out and around you. The rest of Faerun has disappeared almost. You are just in and amongst the peaks of mountain after mountain. And this range seems to stretch on as far as the eye can see. Harshnag has found a path of sorts that you can imagine maybe giants of centuries past had trod to and from this this temple. Carved into the stone of the mountainside beside you, a huge sculpture of a dragon mid-flight predominates this area of the mountain pass. The dragon's stone wings unfurl impressively across the face of the cliff, its neck protruding, mouth open, in an aggressive, silent hiss. This is a nearly life-size sculpture of a dragon that seems to be threatening this pass. Oh, so I know it's made of stone. Is it obvious what color of dragon it's trying to represent? Great question, Jack. Why don't you roll a nature check? 17. Jack, based on the bone structure and the scale patterns in the dragon's face, as well as some of the ventral plates and the, the, the musculature on the shoulders, you know this to be a an adult blue dragon. Look at that. An adult blue dragon statue up here in the mountains. I wonder if this used to be a desert or something. They're, they're not typically Arctic. Mm. So fascinating, Doran. Doran would actually like to roll stone cutting on this. Please do, yes off eight you're not sure which hands may have created this sculpture but as you approach it you can tell that it must have been carved from a single slab of stone you don't see any joint work Mm. Mm. well that's interesting on its own wow but uh, whoever carved it was incredibly talented this is all one piece of stone there's no do you see any tool marks or maybe they used magic to I don't see anything. Is there anything about blue dragons in Shazlov's book? I'll tell ya. Chesaran and Anaxaster were blue dragons that lived in the desert. Apparently they were rude twins. Maybe one of them. There's also the name Imrith is the third blue dragon in the book. Ah, didn't write that one down. Hey, uh, you guys mind uh, taking a picture? ten minutes or maybe we could do like a short rest and uh, I'd like to just get Detect Magic set up and uh, you guys could heal a little bit too while we're here now that we're out of the blizzard. Not a bad idea. Mm. Yeah, and Red will start making a little fire. Takes Shale out and warms him. Harshnag casts kind of a wary eye at the statue of the dragon. Strange thing that. How long has it uh, has it been here, Harshnag? Do you do you do you know this dragon? I don't know this mountain path, Doran. I've never been to the Eye of the World. Mm. Do you have any thoughts on that? You look like you're perplexed about something. It's a strange placement, Red. Definitely not put here by giants. We detest dragons. It's true. Can I take a look around it, see if it's a secret passage or something? Sure, yeah. Roll a perception check. Dirty 20. Nice. Dirty 20, you don't see any secret passages, any pressure plates, nothing hidden here around the statue that you can find. Seems pretty boring. Just a couple more minutes, guys. You're doing your ritual dance, your spell yeah. casting jig. Detect magic <laughs> dance. I hope the spell works this time. <laughs> this, I don't even know if this spell actually works. I just I keep on taking 10 minutes to do this. I don't think it's ever found anything. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. You don't detect any magic, so. And then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look at my mace. <laughs> and then I'm going to look again. And it's like, what does my mace look like? The problem is your mace is lying to you. <laughs> That's right, Mace of Deception. No, everyone's magic equipment goes off like gangbusters, so you guys all look like you're going to be attending a rave sometime soon with the amount of detect magic that's going off on everyone. Well, you all look pretty cool with this. All right, well, let's go then. Let's keep walking through the pass, I guess. You end up traveling for another day. It's a new dawn, everyone. Welcome to the Feast of the Moon. (gasps) Ah, nice. Today is kind of a big day for a lot of cultures. You know, I love the Feast of the Moon. 
The what? It's the Feast of the Moon today. Oh, one of the best holidays. It's sort of that time in the end of the year where you think about all the ancestors and people who have passed on. You you want to, you know, reflect on everybody who's gone and, and in the sort of darkest part of the year, let them carry you forward into the next one. It's uh, maybe a good time to be headed where we're headed. We lost a few people. We should try to remember them, I guess, then, if that's what it's for. Sounds kind of grim. Wind up your alley, Kraloff. Hmm? Oh, I was just thinking about the feast. <laughs> you mean there's no there's no great stories of, of tabaxi who've passed on that get told? Oh, probably, but, you know, they, they don't really have... We don't have a celebration like this. We have a similar one called Mukluk, but I think it's a little different. We don't eat as much food, and we mainly just go swimming. Mm. <laughs> I mean, my favorite are always the stories of the great treasures or the lost cities or all of that kind of stuff. They're the, the more fantastical oh. later in the night it gets, so... We definitely have stories like that. Harshnag is like, speaking of lost cities and great treasures, we are due at the Eye of the All-Father today. Wow. On the Feast of the Moon, who would have thunk? Hey, Doran, did you know it's the Feast of the Moon? Huh? Hey, Kraloth, Feast of the Moon Day. Yeah. I remember celebrating Feast of the Moon with my family and all of the people under the Great Peak Mountain. Huh. And, oh my goodness, it's just a, it's a day that brings back good memories and then Doran suddenly takes a turn and gets very quiet and trails off. And he says, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, it's a great, great holiday. Uh, now, where, where are we going to next? I of the Allfather. You okay, buddy? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 fine. We're fine. We're, yep, yep, yep. All good. Well, uh, how much longer of a trek do we have there, uh, Harshnag? Many hours, but we should get there before dark. Oh, right. Shale, it's your first feast of the moon, Red says as he walks off in the direction they're going. Ega, ega. You just hear him yapping. Ega, ega. He's starting to mimic my words. Bingo, bango. <laughs> His first words are my best friend, Red. After your party finally finishes traversing this desolate valley, these icy mountain peaks, you find yourself in front of a sheer causeway. It's 40 feet wide. Seems to be, Doran would estimate, naturally formed stone. And on either side, the causeway just drops down a thousand feet into this wild valley of snow and ice. The causeway itself is also covered in a layer of snow. Um, but these sheer cliffs just plunge hundreds of feet down on both sides of this 40-foot-wide uh, bridge, essentially, this stone bridge that leads to the side of a mountain. And as you stand on one side of this causeway, about to make your approach, you see the eye of the All-Father for the first time. And it winks. And it winks at you. Twink! And it winked at me. <laughs> so there is a stone dome that has been carved from the mountainside on the far end of the causeway. Stone dome. And six 30-foot-tall stone pillars are supporting this stone dome. And the dome sort of acts as like a rooftop to the entry of this massive mountain temple. And uh, Kraloth turns to Red, who he's walking beside and says, what we'll encounter in there? It could be anything, though. Think about it. It could be snakes. <gasps> Guys, what if it's snakes? <laughs> Very cold snakes. Yeah, ice snakes. I wouldn't be surprised. Kraloth and Red, as you are walking across this causeway, you note that there are some fresh tracks leading toward the mountainside. Mm, lucky there. How many? Many tracks. Hold up, everyone. We've got some tracks here. Can I investigate those tracks? You can make a survival check. I'm going to assist Red in his uh, his check. With a guidance? or uh, Can I just do a help roll? Or, or I can do guidance as well. It's tricky to help someone look at things. Okay. Yeah, I'll cast guidance on uh, on red i should be able to tell are they humanoid or giant they are humanoid perfect so i have advantage on tracking humanoids nice so you get to roll then add d4 to this this can't fail 22 red as you 
investigate these tracks to the best of your ability, you're able to determine that eight humans passed this way maybe only an hour ago. Mm. Hey, guys, it looks like eight humans passed this way only an hour ago. No kidding. Oh, humans, eh? Have we seen any signs of other people in the last day trekking up here? No. Well, they didn't come from the same direction we came from, so... I wonder what that means. Whoa. Only one way to find out. You continue traveling on the causeway? Yeah, let's keep going. Let's be cautious here. They might not be our friends. Let's be sneaky. I think that's a good idea. Let's let's pass without trace, actually. And I'll cast pass without trace around me. Sure. As we approach the pillars, too, I'd like to do another stone cunning history check. Well, the interesting thing, Dorn, is that these are all carved pillars. Mm-hmm. So yes, you can absolutely roll a stone cunning, and then I will let you know what you see on these pillars as well as what you learn about them with your stone cutting. Yeah. Doran wanders up slowly to the pillar and places his hand mm-hmm. on one of them and feels it. 13? There are six pillars. Each one depicts a different scene centered around an individual kind of giant. So from north to south, you see a hill giant lifting a rock above its head. The second pillar has a frost giant chopping down a great pine tree. The third pillar depicts a cloud giant flying among birds in the sky. The fourth pillar shows a flying storm giant hurling lightning bolts at a ship at sea. Mm. The fifth pillar shows a stone giant climbing a tall mountain. And the final pillar shows a fire giant disturbingly with chained dwarven prisoners, subjects of this giant. Oh, that's a bit disturbing. Yeesh. Talk about it in poor taste. They wish they'd update this. Yeah. This is the 13th century, man. Come on, you can't be doing this old rhetoric. These are giants, right? These are all different kinds of giants? Correct. Harshnag, do you recognize any of these figures? These are archetypical descriptions of giants seems like they're not creatures of legend, merely representations of each race, I would estimate. Oh, I see. At the back of the dome, a 40-foot-wide, 40-foot-high hallway leads into the darkness of the mountain. Wind has blown snow far into the hallway, and you can see that about 40 feet in, just darkness envelops this passage. Mm. Well. Do you smell anything, Kieran? Humans, boss! Pretty close, or they... He does a little bit sniffing, just sticks his snoot in the air. Um, down the hall, I think. Okay. Let's stick close to Red. Yeah. So, will we all make a stealth check then as we advance into the darkness of this? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's go. As we are getting ready to, to go in there, mm-hmm. Kralot's going to stand up next to Doran and, and say, uh, it's best we stay extra sneaky. Just a little insurance. I'm going to put a hand <laughs> on his shoulder. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability mm. uh, as a level nice. three on both myself and on Doran. Okay. And that is going to be Cat's Grace. The target has advantage on dexterity checks. It also can't take damage from falling 20 feet or less if it isn't incapacitated. Okay, excellent. Beautiful. Great, so everyone make a stealth check. And Harlan, we are adding 10 to our check? Correct. I mean, Harshnag aced this, considering he's got a minus one. 24 for Harshnag. What's everyone else got? Uh, I got a natural one. Oh, no! Oh, come on. Rolls of 1 or 20 are not automatic fails or successes in 5th edition other than attack rolls and death saves. Nice. Perfect. So your so modifiers fun. do implement so, that. So natural 1, but I got a 17. <laughs> 26 for Jack, 18 for Kieran. I got a 21. 26. Ooh. Excellent. All right. The party moves stealthily into the depths of this corridor out of the sunlight into the shadows of the mountain's belly. Belly. (laughs) As you move stealthily into this corridor, you hear grunts coming from farther down in the darkness. 
Awkward. Can I see where they're coming from, maybe? You don't see anything yet. However, Red, as you move through this corridor with your passive perception, you notice that above you, 30 or 40 feet into this tunnel, there is a gap in the ceiling. Traps. Is there snow in here? Yes. Up until about 30 feet in, there's there's snow that's just been blown into the corridor, but you know, 30 feet in, the snow ends, and then just above that spot, you're seeing something weird in the ceiling, some sort of gap in the darkness. They have good genes at the gap. Hmm. My passive investigation is 17. As I turn my eyes up towards it, is there anything I can discern? Would you like to search for traps? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Dirty 20. Excellent. You see that there is indeed a trap above you. There is a... 40 foot wide 20 foot thick slab that seems to be held up by some mechanism buried deep in the wall here so if you were to try to long jump across this gap it would be a 20 foot long jump Mm. yeah I like I point at it to Jack kind of give a nod Mm. you're up buddy solve it (laughs) (laughs) figure it out (laughs) yeah I'd love to investigate to see if there's some way to turn this trap off or figure out how it's at least triggered and how to disable that? Absolutely. Roll an investigation check. Would love to. Ten. That's my Mm. natural three for you. Nice round number. But your passive is 17, isn't it? Yep. With a passive 17 investigation, Jack, you approach the edge of this trap and investigate the space in the ceiling and you look at the floor. There's no pressure plates that you would typically expect. And the mechanism up at the top seems to be frozen. Mm. With Jack's natural deduction skills, you reason that the creatures that moved farther down into the cavern ahead of you an hour ago, they didn't trigger this by just walking on the plates or anything. It wasn't triggered by these other people. Mm-hmm. So probably you reason that there sh- there should be some kind of cog or gear or lever or button somewhere else in the temple that would need to be activated. Interesting. I don't think walking under this is going to hurt it. There's probably a trigger release. It's going to melt the ice out there. Could trap us inside. I can't immediately think of anything that we could leave here that would survive a block that size being dropped on it that would give us enough space to shimmy out. Shh. Keep your voice down. <laughs> I'm whispering. Shh. Where? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Listen. Okay. I'm... I'm just very passionate about traps and puzzles. I like them. So I know. I know. I agree. <laughs> I'm excited too. So there's a chance we could get beyond this point. This could trigger. We might have to find a different way out. Mm. I can't immediately find another way to disable it looking ahead. We just maybe want to keep an eye out for a lever unless we have something we could stash here. Maybe off that robe that would keep this thing open enough for us to squeeze out if we needed to. Not my robe? I don't know. It's got stuff on it. I, I'm with you, Jack. I think you're right, but I, 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 I think we we should just take our chances. I'd like to roll some stone cunning based on the carvings here. Perhaps Doran knows something more. Guidance, 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 guidance. Does that mean a... You've been guidanced <laughs> at a D4. Oh, right, right, right. Thank you. Is guidance free for you, or are you just burning through spells? It's a no, it's a cantrip. Oh, thank God. I was like... Oh, yeah. When Justin leveled up last time, he got 32 spell slots. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 22, 25, 20. What's counting, bud? That's uh, 28. 28 wow. for stone cunning. Wow. Well, it looks like. Um, based on the size of this slab of rock, your dwarven eyes do a couple of quick calculations, and you figure that this could easily kill in one hit any of you that are standing underneath this block mm. when it falls. Yep. That there's got the capacitance to, to, to destroy us. Let's not be under it then. Yes. I also have a feeling that this is not necessarily a trap that's supposed to land on someone, rather supposed to close the door and trap us in or out. Agreed. So I don't know if there's a trigger here. If we're happy to take the risk and potentially be locked inside, I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I've been on other digs where some people weren't as brave as you. That's all. So I wanted to give you the... It's the danger we take. Well, I'm sure there's another way out. And Kraloth takes a faithful but hesitant step underneath 
And as you step, you see Red bolt beside you. <laughs> I don't want to go slow. I'm going as fast as possible. Cool. Kraloth takes one tentative step <laughs> exactly at the same time as Red just <laughs> in a lightning bolt just runs across. <laughs> and Jack and Doran and Harshnag all watch a huge amount of nothing happen. Harshnag, you come last. <laughs> Remember, this place is built for giants. A lot of the trap could be giant-specific. Everyone seems to be able to cross this junction here without any issue. The huge slab of stone stays in place above you. And actually, as you pass, you notice that there's actually a second one in the ceiling right above. Another 40 feet ahead in the hallway. Yeah, definitely more confident going across this one. Okay, and as you continue... It falls. <laughs> you're fucked. You all die. Start again. Oh, level one. Yes. You find yourself in a town <laughs> called Nightstone. Dawn Glow. <laughs> oh, no. It's called Dawn Glow now. Oh, right. It's Groundhog Day. That'd be interesting, actually. As you move over this second spot in the ceiling, you begin to make out some torchlight down at the other end of this long hallway, probably carried by the eight humanoids that you had tracked coming across the causeway earlier. Idiots. Additionally, you see that there are some... 20-foot-high ledges that have no railings or battlements that overlook the north and the south sides of this long hallway. Battlements. And and I also gather that there's no access at this point to these ledges. There are no stairs, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, you don't okay. see any easy means of access. I wonder if the other people in here are friendly. Maybe we should send an emissary. And Red looks down at the dog. <laughs> Aww. What if we get close enough to listen to him, just to see if they're saying anything obvious, and then reveal ourselves if we want? Mm. Well, what I, I mean, yes, but I'm just thinking if we fuck up getting up there, and they see us, and they think we're trying to attack them, they might just... Oh. But if a little cuddly dog comes up wagging its tail, and they attack it, best case scenario is Kieran's gone, and we get a free attack. 100%. Well, Kieran's adorable, and nobody would attack Kieran. That but would be wouldn't it be such an interesting way to judge a party by sending a dog up, and they're like, what the fuck is this mutt here, versus like... Guys, guys, a new friend. Yeah, yeah, then I'd be yeah. like, would be cute. Veil dropped. Hi. <laughs> it is a dog in an awfully cute hat and booties. So it's a it's a winter, you know. It... Yeah. <laughs> if they attack Kieran, we know they're they're bad. Anyway, I, I I'm I'm with you. Let's we can just get up closer. Tactically speaking, it would make sense, Red, if you got the high ground and stayed in hiding, because they might just think that we're three. If they're going to take advantage of us, you will be in a great position to get the drop on them. Our stealth goes away if that. Yeah, it does. But so here's what I'm thinking. Mm, right, Let's right, right. do everybody's plan. Let's get close enough so we can hear. And then based on what they hear, I can get to a tactical position if it might be combat oriented. Otherwise, we'll just introduce ourselves. Good idea. And I think we all start moving up sneakily. I like that. Okay. Stop doing that, Jack. Sorry, I can't help it's it. Give me away our position. Hey, Harshnag, keep an eye out on the top of the ramparts. See if you uh, can spot anybody up there. They seem empty. Good to know. And also hang back, you're fucking huge. <laughs> From where the balcony begins, you walk about 200 feet before you reason that you are in the center of this balconied area. And it's at that point where you begin to make out the forms of the people standing on the stairs. Now, because you do have some dim light being shed by these torches, I'm going to just extend your ability to have dark vision, all of you. Yes. Secret candy. Secret candy. Everyone roll a second stealth check for me. Ooh. Hopefully I don't get a natural one this time. Yes. Last time I rolled, I rolled a natural one. This time I rolled a natural 20. Nice. Oh, oh my god. 36. I got a dirty 20. Jack got 23. Kieran got 16. Okay. 31 for Doran. Sweet. Excellent. And Harshnag rolled a 17. Kieran's ready if he's spotted to run up and be adorable. He's just, yes. he's Aww. so ready. <laughs> Kieran has readied the adorable attack. <laughs> <laughs> Super effective. As you stand about 170 feet away from these people. Like, I can't even emphasize how huge this hallway is. Mm. So, you know, you're some 200 feet away from these people, but you can see now that they are at the base of a large staircase that leads up 
some 20 feet to a set of huge doors. And several of these creatures are straining themselves against the door, trying to break into this temple. Others are muttering around at the base of the stairs, and you overhear a few words in common with them essentially shouting encouragement or giving insults to those making efforts to open the doors. A couple of them are holding torches, but Jack, you can see from this distance, these are barbarians. Um, I have your fork. (laughs) Uh, Is he able to figure out if they belong to a particular tribe or anything to see any? Yeah. Why don't you roll nature check for me? Would love to. 25. These are Uthgart barbarians. You know them to be largely bloodthirsty tribes, especially the ones standing before you here today. Yeah. This is probably the Great Worm tribe. Interesting. I'm trying to remember if we'd encountered them before. We definitely have Elk tribe. I know we saw the Wolf tribe somewhere. Elk, for sure. You guys avoided the wolf tribe. The great worm tribes. The um, dragonbone jewelry box was the thunder beast tribe. Yes. The great worm tribe, you know, to uh, occupy this territory, the, the spine of the world. And you know they're probably going to be aggressive towards people who are um, yeah. trespassing on their territory, whether or not you mean them ill. So remember how we saw the wolf tribe and they were... Just kind of cruel and awful, and we ran away from them. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, these guys are way worse than that, and they live in a way harsher territory. There's just no chance they're going to be friends of ours. I can't see it happening. Are they technically evil? I mean, they're people, so they're just they're just really territorial. We we could try. I mean, it would it seems ethically weird to sneak attack them, but I don't think they're going to be friendly. I have no problem sneak attacking them. Well, maybe we should just give them an option to go. Be like, look, we got a fucking giant, and I can kite these fuckers. What if we wait till they break the door down? Red, with your sharp eyes, you can also see another creature that is not a humanoid at this point. Oh, what is it? Um, why don't you roll a nature check for me? Happily. Four. <laughs> Medium-sized creature of dragon type. Ooh, like a wormling? Almost exactly like that. Well, I've seen one before. That's why. Have you? In the Chazlaw's house. That was a wormling dragon. The silver dragon. That's right. So this is a wormling, and from this distance, you can't tell what kind. Okay. They got a dragon with them. A little wormling, like the one at Chaz's house. Yeah. No way. Can you read what they're saying from here, Red? Absolutely. I'm observant. I can read lips. Oh, yeah. One of them addresses another as the great chief. Oh, they're the great chiefs. I mean, one of them is probably the chiefy looking one. He's called Warm Blood. Mm. He's got some warm blood or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't oh, sorry, really like Warm Blood. He's got Worm Blood on him. Maybe they went fishing. I don't know. Look. <laughs> I think it's with a Y, maybe? As Jack said, they're not going to be friendly, but do we really just want to attack them? That would be best for us. Probably, right? <laughs> My only issue with waiting till they crack the door is, what if when the door opens, the chamber seals? Mm. These humans do not have dark vision. They're using torches. All of you are able to see in the dark at this point. Mm. So that's why you're not being detected right now, because their torchlight does not illuminate you. Um, So you are actually, you have the advantage in the situation because you're standing in the dark in a corridor and these humans can't see where you are coming from. They're definitely going to want to fight us. That doesn't mean we don't have to, like, there's a play there where we're the kind of people who murder people just without saying hi, and there's a play where we're not. So we get to decide what kind of people we are. Well, I want to be the kind of person that talks to them first. However, it's going to be so much easier if we don't. Yeah. So let's fuck up some barbarians. <laughs> and I think Red pulls an arrow. All right. Harshnag, help me up. And I reach up for Arshnag to lift me on to that second level. Great. Did you want to go to the north edge or the south sure, edge? Sure, I'll go to the north edge. Mm-hmm. Jack, did you want to go up with them? Yeah. That's not a bad that's, plan. That's a, good, that's a good plan. Red and Jack, as you are lifted up onto this stone balcony, essentially, you see that there are four hallways that continue to lead north at this level. Mm. There are five niches carved into the back wall 
of the ledge, sort of in the pillars that intersect these four hallways. And inside each of them, you see that there's an iron sconce. Mm. They are not currently lit. You and I better be ready to fight a dragon by ourselves. I don't like having my back to an open wall. I think Red pulls out the rope before we go into initiative, and he, he ties it onto the second balcony, but keeps the coil up by us. All right. And I give the thumbs up to the guys below. So, everyone roll for initiative. So, Doran, you get advantage on your initiative roll because you have advantage on dexterity checks. Oh, thank you. I got a 12 anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> a 12 for Kraloth? Red, what did you get? 19. Jack? Nine. And Doran? 20. All right, Doran, top of the surprise round. What do you do? Doran's going to use his commander strike to give. Oh, good call. Great call. To give call. Red an initial attack. Red, or take your best shot. Oh, yeah, that's badass. And you're going to add seven to your damage if you hit. Nice. That's a good, good damage. Do I get advantage because I'm hidden? You do. Yeah, because this is a surprise round and they don't know they're being attacked right now. You absolutely get to attack with advantage. Amazing. So Red takes a moment as he knocks an arrow and I just want to look at the combatants. So there are eight humans here all holding torches so they're bright, shiny targets. They all appear to be similarly clothed from the distance where you are. I mean, everyone's like 200 feet away. So it's hard to tell. They're all just wearing furs, essentially. There are two people who are adorned a little bit more differently than the rabble. And then there's this wormling as well. Perfect. The one that was addressed as the chieftain, Mm -hmm. which of the two that addressed was that one? He's the one with without bare legs. Okay, perfect. Then I want to go for the other one. So the other better dressed person, that's not the chieftain. Great. The second best dressed. Second best dressed barbarian in the room. Mage, a.k.a. mage. All right. I got a natural one. Oh, you missed. And a natural 20. For fuck's sakes. Yes. And Kralos going to cancel that natural 20, right? That's not the first time that's happened to me. That's so crazy. Great. So you crit. Wicked. This is like a sniper situation over here. 29 damage on the non-chieftain. Okay. Yeah, you watch as this arrow just takes the second best dressed (laughs) barbarian in the shoulder, and they spin around with the force of the blow. And that was Commander Strike. Got him, Doran. So I'm going to forgo one of my attacks. The other attack, I'm going to use my crossbow, Mm -hmm. and it is a 15 to hit. To hit whom? To hit the uh, the closest one to me. It does hit, yes. Four damage. Hey-oh! Wow. <laughs> Doran starting the fire. All right, Red, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to double down and attack this motherfucker. Red tightens the bowstring and knocks another one and fires at the same... Second best dressed Second barbarian best in the cavern. That's a natural 20. Holy fuck. What is going on over there? On the other die. Oh (laughs) my God. These dice. Who who sent you these dice? I think we're going to have to change out your dice. They're actually all 20 sides. There's one one and 19 20s. (laughs) Who sent you these? It's illegal. (laughs) What you're doing is illegal. The 20 I got previously was the Jessica hummingbird dice. And then this other one are my red gem ones that little dragon corpse sent. So they're they're my official best. I think I just treat them really well, and they and they like and they like me in return. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, livid. so that's going to be thirty nine damage. Cool. You kill this person. <laughs> and then for my second shot, I'm going to turn to the best dressed and say, "Welcome to the ball, best dressed." I don't like that smile. I got another. I got another fucking natural. Tell 20. me it's a natural I swear twenty. To God. Tell me I it's a natural twenty. On the same die. This is. There's, there's a flick of the wrist that you're you're doing on that one, or uh, I'm on damage die. I got one and one, so hold on. But I'm gonna double. I think there's something going on between Harlan and the die. I think we need to do an internal investigation. There's something going on here. Get out the ruler on all those triangles. I have to confiscate these dice from you. Thirty-four damage. Hey. All right. Fine. He's dead too. No way. Well, our odds are significantly better. All right, guys. You take the rest of the way. <laughs> Kraloth, so we're still acting in a surprise round here. My monsters don't get to go. Kraloth, what do you do? Kraloth is going to move closer to Red 
so that he's kind of in the center of Red, Harshnag, and Doran. So then I'm going to cast Bless on Harshnag, Doran, and Red. I needed it. Thanks, bud. Yeah, apparently. Excellent. It's Harshnag's turn. He's going to throw rocks. Yeah. Even though there's no rocks in this cavern, giants just innately get to have rocks on them to throw all the time. Cause mm-hmm. He's got a bag of rocks with him. He's got his favorites. Yeah. Bye, Bluey. I mean, even if it is like a five-pound rock, it's still pretty hefty. That would hurt. It's cannonballs. He uses the bolt that Doran used to skewer one of those barbarians as like a range-finding device uh. and picks up a boulder, hefts it. He takes a couple of steps forward in like a running kind of shot put situation and just hurls this boulder down the hallway. <laughs> I roll a natural 20. Fuck these barbarians. Way to go. Yeah. Um, I cancel it. Barbarians never knew what the fuck was happening. <laughs> what the hell? That's awesome. So I deal... 65 damage. Holy fuck. The creature dies. Wow. Flattened under a boulder. Was that the chief that they were attacking? No. That was just a a standard rando barbarian. Whew, that felt good. All right, Jack, what do you do? Jack throws a fireball into the back of the room. It can't quite hit five of the barbarians, but it will light the whole steps up and grab the last four at the door. Hell yeah. So if they could make me some dexterity saves... Uh, that's a 13 and a 12. <laughs> they all fail. Nice. Uh, 28 fire damage to each of them. 28. Jesus. Nicely done. Boom. Just an explosion lights up the tunnel for a minute. Everybody can see for a second before they fall back into darkness. I mean, they all become human torches. Let's be real. Here. <laughs> Top of the order. Doran. What do you do, Doran? I'm going to do the combat superiority again. Cool. Might as well use it. Red. Fire another arrow like that last one. That was brilliant. And you're going to add six damage. Thanks, Doran! This would be so scary as those barbarians just out of the darkness. Murder, 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 fireball, murder, murder. We're being attacked. 21 to hit. Yeah, you're hitting the chieftain again? Yeah. 28 damage. Okay, so Doran, that was your commander strike. Do you want to move during your turn or make another attack? Or what are you going to do? Yes. I also shoot my crossbow, and that's Mm going to hit with a 20... Five. You hit. Eight damage. Eight damage. Nicely done. Red, it's your turn. I try to take out this chieftain. Fifteen to hit. You hit. Nice. Twenty-eight damage. Yeah, he did. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll turn my attention to the wormling and attack him. You hate people that are well-dressed. Hey, you! You should have been wearing something prettier. Can you help me too? Fifteen? No, you miss. Damn. Kraloth, it's your turn. Kraloth is going to take a few steps forward. He's going to ready a cantrip. And if something enters within 60 feet of him, he's going to cast Sacred Flame. It's Harshnag's turn. Harshnag again takes a few running steps forward and launches another stone, a big boulder, again at the same creature that Doran had hit with this crossbow bolt, working in tandem with his small friend, Absolutely hits with a 23 and deals 22 damage to this barbarian. Jack, it's your turn. Yeah, Jack creeps forward a little bit and peeks down off the edge of this rock face and holds out the Spellgar sphere, which just rings with this awful tone that tries to suck the life out of the um, wormling. Okay. So they could make me a save. That would be cool. What kind of a save you want? Uh, wisdom save. 14. Eight damage as parts of its life force start to get sucked away. It writhes around in pain. And then Jack steps back away from the edge. Nice. Finally, I get to act. Harshnag's <laughs> <laughs> been kicking ass. Let's not, let's not take that away. All of the barbarians run forward 60 feet. That triggers your sacred flame then. Kraloth? Yes. It activates my sacred flame, and then he has to do a dexterity check, please. That's a five. Twelve radiant damage. Nice. Cool. He sizzles with the radiant fire of your holy smite. Bam. Smite. Fire. Okay. Wormling's turn. It's going to fly. Ooh. So it takes to the air. Come fly with me. Let's Wormling fly. flies. 
Let's fly away. Bum, bum, bum. Red. This white dragon wormling you see now as it streaks toward you in the darkness flies directly at you and begins to open its mouth to exhale a breath weapon that you don't want to be caught in the middle of i'm sure but unfortunately it doesn't have the action economy to both dash and breathe so that's what it does with its turn is it wants to wreak vengeance on you for killing its master Ah, thank goodness but we are caught mid mid action for the wormling doran it's your turn doran's gonna run up Mm -hmm. and attack the barbarian that is yeah there's one real close to you right up next to harshnag the sounds of your battle just echoing around in this huge long stone corridor 13 to hit yes oh wow (laughs) i almost did a lucky one so 12 damage great and then i'm gonna attack the same guy again he's not dead 24 to hit absolutely another 12 damage you kill him. Excellent. Nice. nice. Slaughtered. Scary axe splitter into his spine. These four barbarians are left just charging down the stairs towards you. They've gotten to the bottom of the stairs, but they're not close enough to reach you. Meanwhile, Red, it's your turn. This white dragon wormling is flying through the air towards you. It's, uh-huh. it's wings just beating these gusts of air at you. Red rolls out of the way of the white wormling dragon and runs behind a pillar, which is behind Jack. I think that thing's firing up. And I'm going to... Well, you brought it near me. What are you doing? I'm just doing what you always do. And uh, I'm going to attack twice on it. See how it feels? And uh, I'm going to attack twice. Great. Uh, I'll be using my feline agility. That's how I can dash. Uh And uh, yeah, I will attack twice. Mm -hmm. 11 to hit. No... And I'll attack again. Don't worry, Jack. It's fine. 23 to hit? Yeah. 24 damage. Your arrow hits this wormling straight through the neck, and it falls from the sky in a heap. And I put my hand on Jack and say, See? You're worrying about nothing, you big baby. <laughs> you got this one, Red. Way to go. <laughs> Kraloth, what do you do? This wormling just drops almost right beside you from the sky, and it like twitches around as it dies. Good hit, friend! Hey, Dungeons and Dragons, we killed a dragon. Hey, and we're in a dungeon. Kraloth takes a couple steps forward, and he's going to cast Sacred Flame on one of these guys. The guy to the north, the farthest north, who's been damaged a bit. Great. All right, so he has to do a dexterity check. 15. He succeeds it. He's fine. Dodges out of the way of this fire. It's Harshnag's turn. Harshnag is going to run forward. Let's see if I can get right up with these guys. Oh, yeah, I can exactly get toe-to-toe with them. Mm -hmm. He loves killing humans, by the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, he likes you guys because you guys are cool. But uh, I don't know if you remember his great axe especially likes killing humans. I mean, that's only Kralot's problem, really. True. He's going to swing his axe once There are four barbarians just gathered right in front of him, charging down the stairs. He hits the first one and deals fucking 54 damage. Nice. Uh, Kills him outright. And then, I mean, he's having a great time. This is what Harshnag loves to do the most. When he's not killing giants. Exactly. And that's 29 to hit. Oh, my God. And he deals 50 damage and kills that other barbarian. Jack, as you watch from your perch atop this balcony, Red cowering behind you um, and Harshnag. Cowering? <laughs> He's patting me on the back. He's celebrating, if anything. He just killed a dragon. Cover. And Harshnag swinging Gert's great axe wildly. It's your turn. What do you do? Yeah, Jack steps forward towards the edge to get a good look at the, this barbarian just north of um, Harshnag. And he holds his hand up. And without using any any implement or tool to focus his magic, he puts this cantrip into his fingers and just snaps and that same dolorous bell that he'd used before rings out trying to pull the soul of this last one uh so make a wisdom save three uh that's not gonna do it so how does this one like eight uh, necrotic damage hates it still alive but hates it yeah nobody likes it it's the barbarians turns both of them try to sink their great axes into harshnag's legs a 21 to hit Harshnag, and then a 16. The 21 just hits his AC. Wow. No kidding. Um, So he takes 11 slashing damage. Ooh, you're better than Zulkin. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't dream to tell Harshnag to shut up, would you? Uh, Doran, it's your turn. All right. Top of the round. Two barbarians left. Yes. So Doran runs up and he's able to get toe-to-toe with the barbarian that's on the right of So many Harshnag. axes. Yeah. And it's Doran an just goes for it with a normal hi-ho, attack. Hi-ho. 25 to hit. Absolutely. 13 damage. Great. And then take another another swipe at the same guy. Mm-hmm. 21 to hit. Yep. Nine damage. Justin's already washing his hands of this <laughs> combat. Well, I mean, like, uh, everybody goes before me. So, I mean, there's going to be... <laughs> Easy. I'm like, Doran, what should swing. I do? And I, I'm not even going to bother. Orc splitter hits twice. Red, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to fire at the one to the north. Dirty 20 to hit. Yep. 28 damage. Still alive, but just barely. I'll attack again. Blood spurting out all over this cold stone floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 21 to hit. Absolutely. 26 damage. You got yourself a dead barbarian, my friend. Kraloth. All right. Kraloth is going to take a few steps forward, seeing that there's only one left. And he's just kind of casually moving forward, satisfied at the tactical victory. And he's going to cast Sacred Flame on this other Uthgart barbarian. The last one. Watch this guy kill you. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's a four to save. Wow. And he's going to take 11 points of radiant damage. Kill. (laughs) (laughs) Final blow by Kellenvor. All right. Oh, there you yeah. are. <laughs> well done, buddy. Oh. oh, well done, everybody. That was invigorating. Way to go, Arshnag. You see now through the guttering torchlight of these dropped torches that lie where they were dropped by these barbarians. You can see now that ahead of you in this corridor, there is a tall staircase leading to a pair of double doors that until just lately were covered with a thick layer of ice. However, having been thawed by Jack's massive fireball, this ice is just dripping into this huge puddle that's starting to create rivulets of ice water You see that you have now revealed your way forward these 40-foot-tall stone doors that lead deeper into the cavern of the Eye of the World. Mysterious door! Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Doug, Jessica Orrit, Mari Kaneski, Katie Orrit, and Merlin. See you soon! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.